I'm Dr. Terry Fisher, a physician and voice technology futurist. Voice First Technology is rapidly becoming the operating system of our lives, and it will completely revolutionize the way we experience healthcare. Let's talk voice. Hey there, and welcome to the podcast. Terry Fisher here, and today we are talking with Eric Sobe. He is uh, with Speebly, and they're doing some very, very interesting work with regards to Siri. And well, they've got a lot of stuff going on with Siri, uh, but specifically for this podcast, we we focus on how they are using voice technology, Siri, and the Apple Watch to help with hand washing during this time of the COVID-19 pandemic. So uh, it's a very, very uh, important aspect of keeping us all safe. As you all know, uh, hand washing is critical to preventing the spread of the virus. And uh, this podcast is all about one of the ways that this company is helping with this issue. So uh, let's get right to it without any further ado. Uh, Here is Eric from Speebly. All right, Eric, welcome to the podcast. Great to have you here. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's great. My pleasure. All right, so you're doing some really interesting things when it comes to Siri, which is not a whole lot that we've talked about on my podcast, but I'm excited to hear that. But even before we get to that, Eric, um, why don't I get you to introduce yourself to the listeners? Tell us a little bit about who you are, what's your story, your background, all that kind of stuff. Okay, yeah, so, well, thanks for having me. It's really great to, to be here with you. Um, yeah, so my history is mostly as a serial entrepreneur. I kind of went through a couple of different uh, startups uh, and went through kind of building those startups, having those startups be acquired by companies largely in the States, uh, and then starting new startups uh, with, uh, with kind of brief pauses of retirement in between. Uh, and uh, a couple of years ago, I fell in love with voice uh, and voice technology and have been working on it ever since. We've done a few kind of uh, agency style of contracts and, and built uh, different uh, agents on, uh, on, on Amazon and Google and that sort of thing, uh, you know, doing like authenticated users and kind of lots of fancy stuff actually. Uh, and then in the end, uh, we started working on what we think is kind of uh, the sweet spot, uh, which is, is following where most of the people seem to be using voice agents, which is on, on, their, on their cell phone. Uh, so that that's what uh, that's what brought uh, Speebly to Siri uh, today. Got it. And you are in Ottawa, correct? Yeah, that's right. Great. Ottawa, so another yeah. another yeah. fellow Canadian doing some interesting yeah. stuff in voice. Amazing. Yeah. So yeah. this is very interesting because, uh, as you will, I'm sure, be aware, the big two right now in voice are Google and Amazon, and mm-hmm. but yet, I mean, Siri was there before these, so it's 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 interesting. So. I'm curious, first of all, what brought you to focus on Siri as opposed to the other platforms? Yeah, well, the, the, the initial kind of, uh, yeah, I mean, it, kind of the initial inspiration was using Siri, actually. Okay. Uh, yeah. and, and, uh, and, you know, you, when you ask Siri a question uh, and it doesn't know the answer, it gives you a bunch of web results. So I thought to myself, oh, you know, wouldn't it be great if there could be a seamless handoff to Siri from Siri to whatever those web properties are? Um, and, and so if someone started a conversation using voice, that they could just continue it. Um, and just kind of like the web, you know, where you, know, you run a search on Google and you click to a site and it's kind of a visual reading kind of experience that you continue in that same kind of mode of user interaction. So I thought, oh, hey, you know, wouldn't it be great if 
you know, Siri, you could just ask it a question and then it would pass you off to whoever could best serve that and that web property um, uh, could uh, just keep talking to you. Um, and so, so that's kind of how I ended up there. And, you know, we like I said, we started doing some work with, uh, uh, with or we've done quite a bit of work actually with Google Assistant and, and Alexa, and those are great platforms. Uh, you know, the reality of it is, is that there's more users on Siri than there is in either of those. And it's just the simple fact that everyone's got a cell phone. Um, so it's maybe not, you know, kind of the traditional voice space, but uh, it's a certainly a, uh, a voice first user interaction. Um, and uh, I'm not sure however many, you know, tens of millions of people are talking to Siri every day on their phone or using OK Google on their on their Android phone. Uh, but it's, uh, it's significant, you know, the, uh, I've read stats that one in four searches are voice. Uh, so one in four searches on Google are voice, hmm. right? So, so those are people using, uh, uh, smart agents on their phones. Right. And then that's what, uh, so that's like one out of every four cell phone users, hmm. one out of every four persons, you know, like, I mean, that's huge. It's a lot, right. and it's only going to get it's only going to get more as as you and I both know. So yeah. uh, interesting. Okay, yeah. well, that's great. So tell us tell us more about the company then, Speedly, and, and what you're working on, and just the, you know the story behind that. What what what, uh, what was the inspiration for the idea and the product and all that kind of stuff that you're doing? Yeah. So uh, so how it works uh, essentially is that uh, so the vision is that is that people um, you know depending on what they're trying to get done, what kind of tasks they're trying to complete, uh, they'll, either, uh, they'll either try and type uh, and tap or they'll try and talk. Uh, and depending on, you know, there's different types of people and different types of tasks that lended themselves more to one thing or the other. Uh, so if it's like convenient, quick, quick reference, you know, you're more likely to want to speak it, especially if there's quite a bit of text input that has to be, that has to be used, you know, so people can avoid typing by talking. Um, and so, um, you know, so, so, so for us, the idea is that, okay, well, here's Siri, it's kind of a closed ecosystem, uh, compared to, uh, Alexa and compared to Google, um, at least on the speaker, on the speaker side of things. Um, but, um, there's all these users there, uh, and they also have this huge, uh, uh app, uh, environment of third party developers. So we're like, okay, well. Um, you know, why don't we make it so that uh, someone who has an app already um, and wants to take advantage of those one in four voice searches to drive traffic to their app or to have it so that at least there can be a, a seamless handoff, right? You know, so if someone asks Siri a question, they can just keep talking to the app on their phone. Um, and so, so out of that, we, we released uh, a, um, basically a, a software development toolkit an SDK uh, that app developers can put in their iPhone or Android projects. And, um, and it basically is the talking interface part of their app. You know, so you can imagine that if, um, you know, you could go to um, your Spotify app and you could scroll and click and all that stuff, or you could press the microphone button and then you would just get to talk to it. Um, and it would be a very similar experience to what you would have on a smart speaker, except you'd be on your phone and it would be with you at all times. So, um, so now on top of that, one of the things that's, you know, that, um, um, that is 
maybe even more interesting, or at least for, from the geek inside of me, it really is, um, is that, um, so we also, this software development kit is also uh, uh, available for uh, Apple Watch OS. Okay, so to me, that's the coolest thing ever, because if you've got one of those, I guess you can, it's not a very good shot of it, but um, yeah, so you've got one too. So the Apple Watch is like the perfect form factor for voice. It's got a super small screen, it's with you all the time. People, they've done research that people check it like 80 times a day. There's no keyboard to speak of. Um, and you'll often be using it without your, without your phone, right? So you'll end up kind of forgetting your phone in a different room or in a different place because you realize you have access to core information on your watch. Um, so we wanted to bring this kind of voice goodness uh, to, uh, to the Apple Watch world and so so our um, software development kit w works on uh, smartphones, but also on Apple Watch, which is for me, I think probably the coolest, the coolest uh, thing of it all, because you get to talk to your watch. It's just like Star Trek. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, it's, it's amazing how like real life uh, mimics all the sci-fi movies. Um, yeah. So that's cool. So, so if I just kind of summarize, like your, your, your company helps people to essentially like voice enable these apps on the smartphone. Um, yeah. great, great. Now, the thing that got me really interested was your approach to how you can use what you're developing for this pandemic and for COVID. Yeah. And yeah. I wonder if you can talk a little about that. Cause I think this is very interesting. Yeah. Great. So, um, yeah. So one of the things that we wanted to do was kind of, uh, help inspire people to understand how is it that they could use voice in the context of smartphones and, and Apple watch in particular. Um, and, you know, given that, uh, you know, COVID is, is mostly, uh, you know, the single most thing that defines all of our existence uh, these days. You know, um, how is it that we can kind of lend a hand to what's happening in the COVID world, but at the same time help people understand, you know, what's possible with voice in, in a mobile environment. And so what we've, what we've done is we've, um, uh, we've put together this, uh, this app, which is going to be out shortly, uh, which is kind of an in-house studio app um, where uh, we call it hand washer circles, but basically the idea is that, you know, when people wash their hands, you know, most people don't wash their hands for long enough. Um, and, uh, and additionally, you know, if you're going to work, you know, let's say if you're in a restaurant or if you're in a workplace and you kind of care about your own health, you're kind of thinking, okay, well, are these people washing their hands? You know, so are the people around me uh, having safe practices so that I can be safe because I'm right next to them? Um, and so the idea is that uh, we have this kind of uh, touchless, uh, voice-first hand wash timer. Okay, so you can basically say, uh, you know, hey Siri, start hand wash. Uh, and then what it does is it starts a countdown timer for the appropriate amount of seconds. Um, we haven't yet implemented the accelerometer and gyroscope features where we can determine if you actually did a good job at it yet. Uh, okay, um, yeah. But, uh, you know, so you're using your watch and in a kind of a touchless voice mode, you're getting it to do a timer for you. Uh, and then what we do is we aggregate. Um, uh, so let's say if you're in a circle, a hand wash circle of uh, every person that's at your McDonald's store that you're working at, right? That you can see, um, how much other hand washing is happening in your work environment. So the idea is that if you're in a workplace or if you're in a school and you want to encourage people to have these, these, these uh, COVID positive habits of washing their hands all the time, 
that without making people feel guilty about not washing their hands, you can encourage them to wash their hands and then everyone can see how much people are washing their hands and kind of trying to encourage these positive behaviors. Um, and we focused on it because it's, a, it's an ideal uh, use case because it's, uh, it's a touchless use case. So the idea is that our phones are also quite dirty. Um, so uh, if we can uh, have a, a hand wash timer that we can activate, uh, that can get us to wash for the appropriate amount of time without making our hands dirty in the process, then, then that's, that's, that's a win. So, so that's, that's what we're doing there. Very interesting. So can, can you sort of explain maybe a little bit more how it works? So a person would, they, they've got this app then on their phone yeah. tied into their iOS watch yeah. and they're going to wash their hands and they, they say to their watch, start the timer or start the hand, whatever it's called, start yeah. the hand washing yeah. timer. That's right. And then, and then it records if they completed it for the full amount of time, which ideally we're all talking about 20 seconds right now for yeah. hand washing. Yeah. Um, and then, so then what happens with that data that goes like, and how do other people access that or how do they know what's going on in your circle? Yeah. So let's say, so let's say I, if I worked at, um, let's, so let's say if I worked at a long-term care facility. Okay. Uh, and that long-term care facility decided, okay, we need to have people have these positive habits. We need people to be washing their hands. So we're gonna create a, a code, a hand wash code for our facility. So that hand wash code is gonna be, uh, you know, it's gonna be, you know, um, Longhorn Ranch is the code, right? Cause that's the name of the facility. Okay. Okay. Um, so when someone downloads the app, they enter that code in there and immediately they're connected with everyone else at that facility. Okay, so by using the same code. Um, and uh, yeah, and then essentially when people uh, who, who have that code uh, on their watch or are using their phone with the code, so they're also using it using their smartphones as well because not everyone has an Apple Watch, um, that, uh, yeah, that it just basically captures that you, that you wash your hands and then it, it aggregates it with all the data of all the other hand washers. So you can see there's 30 hand washers who have washed 300 times, or there's 300 hand washers that have washed 400 times. Okay, so there's kind of running totals uh, that, um, uh, that, that organizations can use to say, to point to and say, hey, look, you know, um, we're making progress on creating a more uh, hygienic environment because people are, are using, uh, are doing hand washing and it's now visible, right? So it's not, it's not just something you do on your own or you trust other people. It's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm proud of it. Um, and because of uh, the fact that I'm washing my hands, then I'm contributing to the safety and health of everyone inside this long-term care facility, including the frontline workers, but also, also the people who are residents here. Got it. So it's recording the running total. Um, yeah. Do you get a sense of like how the hand-washing behavior has been on any particular day? So say, say somebody's coming to work one day and they're wondering, oh, how, how, cool, <laughs> how clean is my work environment today? Like, will it tell you, can you, can you get a report? Like, in the last 24 hours, say, uh, this many people have washed their hands this many times, so that sort of thing. Yeah, so I, mean, if, I think if, um, if uh, you know, so how, how it's set by default is, you know, what's happened in the last three days, okay? Uh, and so that's okay. basically what people get. Uh, you know, but obviously, you know, where that data is available to enterprises who want to say, or, you know, to facilities or institutions who want to maybe have a more finer grain 
a granularity right. and use it in their other communication channels. Mm. Um, uh, but the whole thing is anonymous. I think that's one of the important parts is that um, whereas we, we can identify devices and mm -hmm. users as such, um, uh, we're not, they're, they're not personally identified users. So the, it's not, oh, Mary washed her hands only once today. You know, so there's mm -hmm. none of that. It's, mm -hmm. it, it's really just, um, you know, aggregating all the individual devices that, that have been used in the hand washing activities so we can identify individual users and their hand washing. Uh, but it's outside of that, it's anonymous. So it can't be used by organizations to kind of police them, uh, you know, employees or anything like that. Got it. Can, can the organization see that, say, there was, there was someone that only washed their hands once that day but not necessarily know who it was? Is that data yeah. available to them? Yeah. So, it is a, so that's interesting because you could say like, I don't know what the number would be, but like on average in this healthcare facility, the average worker washes their hands, I don't know, whatever it is, 10 times, 15 times, whatever it is. And then yeah. you could see how many, not know who they are necessarily, but how many outliers there are and give you a sense <laughs> yeah. of who are the delinquents that are not washing yeah. their hands enough. I mean, yeah. I mean, this is the thing, right? Is that, uh, you know, you, you start to take something that, you know, that, uh, you know, you just start, start to make something more visible that should be more, made more visible because it affects mm -hmm. us all, you know, like maybe before it, it's, it was something that, you know, it, like if you didn't wash your hands, well, you know, that's no big deal. But now, you know, if people aren't washing their hands, that it has an effect on the rest of the people. It's a workplace safety and mm -hmm. health environment, uh, you know, uh, situation. So, uh, yeah. I was going to say, does it, does it tell you what percentage of people wash their hands for the full 20 seconds versus like 10 seconds or that sort of thing? Or is it just counted as yes or no, they wash their hands or, or not? Yeah. Yeah. The assumption is, you know, if they've gone ahead and started the timer that they went ahead and, and finished it. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So, uh, you know, definitely the technology is there to be able to do that. I just right. think it's probably not palatable for any organization to like, you know, although there is like, you, you're probably aware of this, um, you know, um, being in health uh, field is there's definitely uh, part of the inspiration is that there's lot, actually lots of studies out there that show that, you know, people who have devices on them that kind of monitor their hand washing um, and, and even use some of the sensors like on the watch, for example, that it really has an improvement on the quality of hand washing. Mm. Um, so for organizations that maybe are uh, more serious about it, um, that that's definitely an option. And there's research studies to show, um, you know, several of them, you know, about how, how these wearable devices can really enhance uh, people's hy hygiene practices in the workplace. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I can see that. I mean, I, I suppose that one of the concerns for people installing this would be like, am I going to get policed? Am I, is it truly anonymous? Yeah. So um, how do you address that or I'm assuming they have to opt into it first of all and then how do you deal with those questions of privacy security and you know how do you protect them and that sort of thing yeah so I think most most of the the time the idea is that the organization uh, takes on their the messaging to their own employees right so the idea is that um, you know so if I'm at you know the the children's hospital in Ottawa mm -hmm. you know you know, we get our code for the Children's Hospital of Ottawa and we send it out to our staff. And along mm. with sending it out, we tell them what the deal is, mm. right? Um, you know, because I, I, you know, it's, it's, it's not our place to really, um, you know, um, 
tell people in, in, inside an organization what they should or shouldn't do. But what we want to do is we want to create um, an easy way for an organization to really emphasize this, just like any other kind of wellness program that they would have inside their enterprise, you know, like, you know, do more exercise and you can be healthier, you know, like all these different kind of HR kind of, um, um, you know, right. positive programs that they would run. Um, so, so they would really handle the messaging from a technical perspective. You know, we just don't collect that data, right? So, um, users aren't signed in. Uh, we do that on purpose. Um, you know, they have to enter in a code, uh, but that code, you know, just allows us to associate a device to uh, washing activity. But that device is like a 26 did string number. <laughs> you know, okay. that's so entirely no indecipherable, you Got know, it. by anyone, including us, you know, mm -hmm. because we don't get them to, to log in. Um, whereas we could, we could get them to log in. And if an organization really wanted to be serious about it, um, you know, we could flip the switch and make it so the user had to log in. And then we would know exactly, and we could e I also geofence it. Uh, mm -hmm. So we knew exactly who was washing when, at what time, at what intervals. So if they, mm -hmm. if they wanted, if they, if they wanted to be like, okay, everyone has to wash their hands every half hour, right? Mm -hmm. They could, they could, uh, they could monitor that. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I also see that, excuse me, I'll see the potential then for kind of what you were getting at workplace health promotion places, not so much looking at it then from the negative side, policing it, but from the positive side as of yeah. you do this and maybe it's part of like some kind of like workplace reward program. Like you, you show that Absolutely. you set a really good standard for washing your hands. We're going to reward you by whatever. Um, yeah. I view it more as it like a, the way I kind of view the healthcare uh, uh, kind of domain, you know, we've, we've done other work around, um, you know, adding, uh, adding um, information to Apple health. You know, mm -hmm. like let's say adding blood pressure readings to Apple Health or these sorts of things that you would that, that are helpful to be added using voice. Right. And I kind of see there's, you know, in the health area, there's kind of like healthcare systems uh, and then there's kind of health promotion or public health systems, right? And I kind of view the hand washing thing as more in the public health kind of thing. You know, like, you know, you're, you know, you're in a unionized, <laughs> you know, work environment, you know, you, you don't have, you're not going to police these people, right? Even right. though, you know, you, you might think that that might be the best thing for everyone. Um, uh, but instead, what you're going to do is you're going to run campaigns and encourage people to have these positive behaviors and reward them for doing it. Um, make, make what they're doing visible um, and, and promote uh, the success stories and encourage, uh, you know, so, so an organization can say, okay, you know, we have, 150 or 200 employees that are working in this facility. So we want on a rolling three day average, we want 175 of them to be washing their hands three times a day. Right. So they can set these kind of internal goals where they can say, okay, we want X percent of our workforce to be, to be doing this positive behavior X times a day without kind of identifying, you know, Mary didn't, but instead saying Mary did you know, if she wants to come forward and also say, you know, we hit our goal of 75% of our staff are using this thing. You know, you know, this is a, um, you know, this is a, a pro this is an improvement in our workplace. Um, kind of like as Six Sigma, I don't, I'm not sure if you're uh, aware of like a process improvement philosophies and that kind of stuff. But anyways, it's very similar to that. Right, right. Okay, no, very cool. Well, I like, and it's 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 very interesting. Like I said, I had I haven't really spoken to many people at all that have really embraced the whole aspect of using Siri, at least in this in this kind of way, um, mm -hmm. for, for really helping with the 
what we're going through now with the pandemic and the COVID, uh, the COVID situation. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a really cool concept. And so, and so I guess maybe a good question to finish off here is where are you at with this right now? So you said it's going to be launched soon or what, what's the plan coming up? Yep. So we're like a, a week or so uh, away from, uh, from onboarding kind of our first, our first organizations. Uh, so we've got about uh, 10 organizations that, that have kind of identified themselves as wanting to give it a go. Um, so we're going to be onboarding those. Uh, on our website, people can sign up to be beta testers. So that would allow them to kind of try it out and give us feedback. And then, um, and then how it works, because it's kind of a conversational system, you know, we'll go through kind of this, this, uh, this initial phase with, uh, you know, let's say 10 organizations. Uh, and then we'll just make sure that the, the workflow is all very understandable to everyone. Uh, and then at that point, then we'll make it more, uh, more broadly available. Very cool. Well, that's great. I wish you lots of success with it. It sounds like it's a very, very interesting concept. And uh, I, I can see how it can be very, very useful. It'll be interesting to see how, um, how the organizations, I guess, choose to use it or to promote yeah. it or to I don't yeah. word, use the word enforce it. But, you know, that, that'll be, I think, a very interesting part of it. So I, th I think so. Yeah. yeah. And I think about also like schools, you know, mm. uh, I think of, you know, uh, fire stations, police departments, right. um, loblaws, <laughs> you know, you know, like uh, anyone yeah. who basically has anyone who's, uh, you know, who's, who's customer facing. Right. You know, right. And how is it that they kind of, you know, make sure to keep us all safe. And I'm also hoping that, you know, part of it is, is the differentiation, right. You know, like as, as consumers, you know, especially in a kind of a, a, a private sector kind of way, Mm -hmm. you no, know, I mean, consumers are scared, right? Like people mm -hmm. don't want to go shopping and have that be the last time they ever go shopping. Right? <laughs> you know, you know, they want to kind of go in there and they want to feel like that organization um, has their, their health interests in mind. Right. right? And so, right. so part of it, I think is, is, is making sure that their staff are adhering to, uh, you know, to these, to these health guidelines. So I think it'll be really interesting. You know, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. I'll keep you posted. That's right. That's right. Sounds yeah. good. Sounds good. Well, yeah. um, I appreciate you sharing uh, what you're doing with the listeners yeah. here. Thank you very much for coming on. Um, okay. So where, where would people go to, to look it up or to otherwise, uh, you know, connect with you? Yeah. So they can just go to our website. So speedly.com. So S P E E B L Y.com slash circle. Um, so that's what it's called. Uh, hand wash circles. So this red circle on there, uh, and then you can, you can sign up. Wonderful. Okay. Well, thanks again very much for coming on. I really appreciate your time. Okay. You're welcome. Well, there you are. Hope you enjoyed that podcast with Eric. They're doing some pretty interesting stuff with Siri. And um, as you can hear, a very interesting concept that they've come up with in terms of helping people to wash hands and making that as seamless as possible by really triggering that recording of the hand washing event simply by voice and then being able to aggregate that data for uh, for a particular organization so if you want more information on all the stuff that they are up to then feel free to check out the show notes page which is at voicefirsthealth.com 68 and there you will find links to uh to things that eric talked about and of course to speedly as well Thank you for tuning in this week. Uh, we've got another podcast coming up very soon and I uh, hope you're doing well. Stay safe and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Take care.